<laughs> Gotta love that pitch clock. I mean, good uh, God. The uh, Blue Jays, 10-9 winners over the St. Louis Cardinals, just as they wrote it up, right, Barker? Just as they wrote it up, Jimmy Garcia, one-run lead, closer. I mean, you got closer coming in with the one-run lead in the ninth. Everything's good. Everything's good. Just as John Schneider would have drawn it up. 416-870-0590, star 591, 888-666-0590. The numbers to call. Game one of 162 is in the books. And there is no shortage of things to talk about, Kevin. Let's, well, I was going to say let's start with the starter, but that's no fun. Let's let's start with George Springer. Um, that is, that's quite a, uh, it's quite an opening day for George Springer. And I guess, I, I guess we know the uh, answer to what a truly healthy George Springer looks like. Because that, that might be his best game in a Blue Jays uniform. Yeah, maybe. Look, look, he had five hits. He looks healthy, obviously. He looks happy, which is a big deal. You can tell he likes playing right field. Uh, he made a really good play in right field to save a run or two. Uh, you could tell he had four of the five hits were with two strikes. Look, he's got good length to his swing. He's got, uh, you know, when you're facing as much velocity and as much break on the breaking pitches that they – these guys face you got to clear the hips he's real good at that he gets the in that athletic position i talk about that all the time the quicker you can get to that on time the better chance that gets you of clearing the hips and getting the barrel out in front and giving yourself a chance to to add length jeff that's what it's all about these guys throwing as hard as they are on all the breaking balls you have to have length to your swing you didn't have a bunch of balls hard but it's length of the swing you got to give yourself a chance and that that really was what the day was all about, right? However many hits, what they have, 17 hits, 11 of those were with two strikes. And six of those 11 hits scored. That, for me, was the key of the game. Yeah, the, uh, the two-strike hitting was tremendous. By the way, George Springer is the first player in American League history with five hits and four runs scored on opening day. The first major league player to do so since a guy I remember very well, Billy Herman, of the 1936 Chicago Cubs. You were there. I was nope. there. I, Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, thank you. I rode the trains <laughs> with Billy Herman. Uh, it was a memorable, it was a, it was a, mem- a, a memorable occasion, to say the least. Uh, obviously, George Springer, Bo Bichette offensively, Vladdy Guerrero, a couple of key hits, Dalton Varsho, sacrifice fly key hit. We saw some good defense from the Blue Jays in the outfield. Kevin, let's talk about Alec Manoa and what we saw from him today. Only the fifth time in 57 starts that he didn't complete five innings. It was not a good start for Alec Manoa. And I'll just ask you the same question we're asking the callers, and we're not going to hammer this because the Jays did win the game 10-9. Did you get the sense the moment was too big for him? No. No, I don't think that's what it was. You know, I I think he found a new little toy in the velocity. I, I think that's sort of was his downfall, at least for me today. First inning, first couple of fastballs there, he had a little life to it. Like, it was that 95-96. We saw some 96s. I mean, he was sitting today roughly right at about 94. I mean, that fastball in spring training was below 92. 
So to have that, he looked to me like he had a little front side pull. Yeah, front side pull with the arm slot that he has, which is three-quarter. What did it do? It looked like alligator arm. He starts falling off to the front first base side, and today it looked like he really had trouble commanding the glove side. That's his glove side. That would be a way to a righty into a lefty. And you know, Jeff, look, the Cardinals got a really good lineup. Like, you got to make good pitches. you got to be efficient. you got to throw strike one. Face 21 batters through 12 strike one. It's just not good enough. Like, he had 12 swing and misses and 85 pitches just yeah he had what do you have he had five three ball counts like it's just it's one of those starts where when you're taken out of the game you can't even be mad about it like you just go in the dugout you tear it up you rip it up you never think about it again and hopefully he comes back his next start mechanically he can be better right the finish you can see visibly i think one time he looked frustrated where he did it like he was real mad about it, where it's just like, throw your body towards your target. Like, mm-hmm. enough's enough, right? I just need to finish this thing to where I can add length to my my arm and get it out front to where that pitch, I can basically throw it where I want it to go. And, you know, it was moving all the, over the place. And, again, when you miss at this level, you get hit around the yard. So, it's a bad start, right? But that's what good, to- good teams do, Jeff. They pick up their starter. Now, I didn't have a good start. Your lineup picks you up, and they win games. They won an ugly game. We don't often can say that about the Blue Jays team. Today they did. Yeah, I, I mean, I was a little surprised, and I think Buck, Buck and Dan and, and, and the guys here talked about it. Uh, ben Wagner, the two Bens talked about it as well a little bit. I really got the sense that Alec Manoa was not comfortable in the first inning with the pitch comm. I know Buck talked about it. Second inning, you saw Alejandro Kirk started – taking control of it. Uh, look, this is, we, we've talked about this. This is one of the, the, the wrinkles in baseball this year is the pitcher does have control of the pitch comm if he wants it. I guess they're calling it the reverse, uh, the reverse pitch comm. Between that and, and the clock, I don't know if the clock was as much an, uh, an issue. I just didn't think Alec Manoa looked comfortable. I, I really didn't. I mean, Kevin, he had uh, now 29 pitch first inning. Um, I, I just didn't get the sense he was comfortable at all. Yeah, look, I'm not going to make excuses. You're going to be not, the air that's quote. That's not you're an excuse. Be, no, that's a, no, 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 no. I'm not making an excuse. Ace. I'm not making an excuse. I'm not making an excuse. You are a little. No, no, no. I'm not making an excuse because those guys have had enough time to get used to the pitch. Not like Rob Manfred announced today that they're going to have a pitch clock and that the 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 pitcher has control of pitch comp. That's been effect in effect all all spring training. I'm not giving them a pass by any stretch of the imagination. I'm wondering why they weren't more prepared is what I'm saying. I'm not giving them a pass. I'm yeah, not giving an that, excuse. What I saw, I saw it's a mechanical thing. That The pitch comm has nothing to do with the mechanics. Now, maybe he felt rushed after he just couldn't figure out how to add length and throw the fastball where he wanted to throw it, right? It looked like the sinker was moving too much. He would he would try and go away glove side to a righty. It would move middle. You hit you throw balls down the middle, you're going to get hit hard. Don't make excuses for him. It's a I'm bad not start. Making you excuses. move on, you go to the next start, you dominate. I'm not making excuses. Simple. I'm blaming him for something. Not making excuses. I'm blaming him for something. Lefties were five for nine too. So basically, you don't have really anything other than the consistent velocities back that you can take away from this and go. Ah, I can hang my hat on that. No, you yeah. tear it up, you rip it up, you never think about it again. You come back, you dominate against the Tigers. Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety star five ninety one triple eight triple six zero five ninety. It is Blue Jays talk with Blair and Barker. Anthony in Woodbridge. What is up, Anthony? 
Hey, guys. Is it just me? You guys seem a little more animated this year with each other, but I like it. I like it. Uh, you right. know what? It's like we're almost like an old married couple now. Yeah, and he's doing things. That, he's doing things that piss me off, and I know yeah. the buttons to push. I know the buttons uh, to push, uh, too, guys, you know? Like, he even got into an argument about the Riamoldo play. I go, boy, these guys are in midseason form. <laughs> well, yeah, so but that, that was just me sticking up for umpires. Someone in the world's <laughs> got to do that. Go ahead, Anthony. Sorry. But anyways, I'll, I'll be glad when they put in the pitch clock so we can avoid these four-hour games, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it would be great. And uh, just, that's awesome. Just, yeah, like, just watching the game. You know, I know it's only one game, but good defense, good base running, like Kermeyer in the ninth, yeah. that doesn't go on. That doesn't slump, right? That. You know, you're not going to go for 10 in terms of defense or running the bases. That was impressive. Like, you know, it's uh, like, like I thought he was going to get thrown out. I go, what's he doing? Yeah, like, I, I, I loved, I mean, that, 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 that single by Vladdy that moved Kiermaier to third and Vladdy hustled into second and then Dalton Varsho came up and hit that sacrifice fly. You know, that, I, I mean, that's huge because Dalton Varsho, I mean, we saw what the Cardinals did with Dalton Varsho here. They threw lefty after lefty at him when, when you know, they used him as a try to take advantage of, of, of the lefty matchups. And I, I think Buck made this point during the telecast, a sacrifice fly off a lefty. I mean, Dalton Varsha's got to do that. To, if you want to hit in the middle of this lineup someplace, you've got to put the ball in play against the lefty with runners in scoring position and drive in some runs. You know, you have to be good at situational hitting. That's what they were in the first inning. They were that in the fourth inning. They were that in the seventh inning. Obviously, that they were that when Vladdy came up, got the sack fly against the guy that throws 100. He had the big one-two hit with the little blooper to right field. The, look, the point was with two strikes, they put the ball in play. That, that was, for me, the key was they were a tougher out against dudes that mm-hmm. – can elevate it, can basically throw it where they want to throw it with, with velocity. But the Blue Jays are a really good lineup, Jeff. you got to give them credit, right? These are games that in the past you could see them fold like a cheap suit, lose the baseball game because they were supposed to lose it. Their starters were stinky, but their lineup showed up. They did the exact things they were supposed to do when they were supposed to do them. Let's talk about the bullpen. I know one of your favorite topics. <laughs> You've talked about it. And I imagine you're going to talk about it all year until something's done. John Schneider's playing the matchup game. First game of the season, he's playing the matchup game. I get why he went to Tim Mesa, but it at that that move almost cost him the game. Frankly, that move almost cost them the game. Well, again, let's, it gets back to your story. It's like well, Tim I mean, Mesa, it, it did. It it just seemed to me I, I was I was checking to make sure it wasn't the Seattle Mariners. I was. I, out there because it just had that feeling like that playoff collapse with Tim Mays. And I'm going to try to prevent myself from, I don't want Tim Mays to turn into that guy, huh. but well, I he's mean, throwing harder. He's throwing harder. His job is to not throw one, one fastballs thigh high and let a leadoff hitter. Who's having a really good day, slap a ball to left. And then a number two hole hitter who has real issue with velocity, which down and away fastball is a good pitch. And then you spin a slider, which is a decent pitch. Yeah. But it gives a guy a chance when you shouldn't be giving a guy a chance. This is what I've been saying to you, Jeff. They're a really good team with a manager and a pitching coach who always has to make the right move. It's it's really hard to do that, especially against really good teams. And they're trying to go to a World Series, which you're facing the best teams when you're in the heat of the moment and you're in those really good games. So, yeah, look, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like Zach Pop was good. Adam Simmer was really good. He could have gave up the house. The bases loaded with nobody mm-hmm. out. I mean, he's throwing 84 miles an hour from down under, and he only gave up one run. So, 
I guess there's some positives out of all that. Jordan Romano comes in throwing 98 miles an hour with a good slider. I mean, that's a good deal, right? So, look, there was some positives, and there is some things where you you are you know you wonder. Push comes to shove, can they match up against the other teams' muscle? And right now, I, this is just me. I don't see it. There's some questions, obviously, for you to consider at 416-870-0590, star 591 the Blue Jays won. I want to hear from you. Did you think the moment was too big for Alec Manoa? How concerned are you? I'm not because I'm going to ask the Bobachet question anyhow. Bobachet did not have a good day defensively. How concerned are you about that? We talked about the bullpen matchups. Let's also talk about George Springer as well. Is that the George Springer you've expected to see all along? Steven Hamilton, you're on Blue Jays Talk. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Doing well. Say hi to Kevin, too. Hey, hey Steve, how you doing? Great to hear from you guys back again. Uh, I want to talk about the outfield a bit. Yep. Um, I think uh, a little bit of opening, opening day jitter is what you might have just been talking about with Paul and Alec. But um, I also like to say uh, sorry for jinxing the team last year. I think I caused that vortex. You know, we, we, we call it the unholy vortex here in Hamilton where we're all looking forward to a win, and I was talking the team up playoff-wise on my last call, and then we just stood there stunned, like, what the heck just happened? But, uh, mm-hmm. but anyway, today's game was hugely exciting, a team win which is really big for our team. This is how we do it, right? A team win. And I think everybody got a little bit of something going on today. And uh, our outfield-wise, uh, I think Springer looked like Springer. I was worried about Kiermaier losing a step, and he hasn't seen nah, Kiermaier looks so good, man. He had such I a good know. spring. He looks so good. And you know what? He hasn't lost a step at all. And, and Varsho as a defensive add-on, it puts everybody in the right place now, in the right spot in the field. So defensively in the field, we look good. And it, and it showed up on the offensive side of the game. And uh, I'm going to leave that that and let somebody else get in. And uh, look forward to a great year talking to you guys. And uh, talk to you soon. Bye. I appreciate the call, Steve. Kevin, let's talk about Bo. Uh, again, a terrific offensive guy. The best offense, the best thing Bo did today, and I got so excited that I texted you. That 92 mile an hour pitch that he fouled off, that was, he hit it on the ground. It was like watching that. That was what Vladdy Sr. used to hit, except Vladdy Sr. would put those out of the park. Mm-hmm. Um, Bo's approach offensively is one thing. I mean, we do have to talk about the defense. First play of the year he's ha- he had to make throwing error. He has another dangerous throw that pulled Vladdy. A good play by Vladdy to, uh, you know, to, to, to basically get out of the inning and, and, and to save, to save, I don't say save disaster, but to save damage. And then the play that a lot of people are going to be talking about uh, grounder off the bat of Jordan Walker. I thought Bo was going to go home. I thought he should have thrown home. He didn't. What did you make of Bo's game? And and I know you've got a. I'm going to say it's kind of you got kind of a theory as to why. Well, I'm going to let you explain the play about not not throwing home because I like what you said about it. 
Yeah, well, again, look, it's a little bit about the ball because of where you're playing, you're halfway. When you're halfway, is it the ball's really hard to you because, uh, you know, Walker's at the plate, he's a fast runner. The ball has to be hit hard to you for you to turn the double play. If it's not, it's that little chopper because of Contreras being at third base. Just don't get flat-footed. You run through it. Bo's a good thrower on the run. And I'm not – look, I'm not going to speak for Bo, but there had – I would think a little bit of that because of what, how you threw the ball earlier in the game. You might be thinking, I'm going to take the sure out here. I'm not going to run here. If I throw the ball away, then, that, then I'm going to give up the big inning. So, again, I think this is what you're going to see with Bo. You're going to see a lot of, man, you're walking away with the defensive side of it, scratching your head, but offensively, man, it's elite stuff. We are monitoring John Schneider's post-game comments. We'll get them to you as soon as we can. We will go back to the phone lines. The numbers four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety triple eight triple six zero five ninety star five ninety ten nine. The Blue Jays beat the St. Louis Cardinals in the opener of the twenty twenty three season we've got 161 more of these hopefully they're not all going to be like this well i guess we'll take it if it turns out to be a blue jays win it's blue jays talk with blair and barker on sportsnet 590 the fan and the sportsnet radio network the major league standings watch is presented by bet 365 download the bet 365 app and check out the latest odds for today's baseball games, 19+. plus. Play responsibly, Ontario only. I got to read. I know it's only the first day of the regular season. Not even done. But I got to read the ALE standings. Just Orioles because. In first place? <laughs> just because the Orioles, the Orioles, the Yankees, Tampa Bay, and Toronto are all 1-0. Dead last. You called it. Are the Boston Red Sox. As I predicted, as I've predicted yeah. on Blair and Barker, mm. 10 to noon Eastern on Sportsnet 590, the fans Sportsnet 360. As I predicted him on Blair and Barker, Mr. Barker, the Red Sox are in last place. They're going to go wire to wire in last place this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not sure that'd be a shock. Would it? Yeah. I'm just kidding. You are? But they're going to. I. I I, I do think there's a real chance they finish last. They're, they're the fifth best team in this division. They are. Fourth or fifth, what, what's the difference? Mm. John Schneider was asked uh, following the game about Alec Manoa, um, a shaky start for Alec Manoa to say the least. Only the fifth time in 57 career starts that he hasn't completed uh, five innings. He had five three-ball counts, 11 swings and misses. Um I didn't think he looked comfortable at all from the get-go. This is what John Schneider had to say about Alec Manoa. I think if Alec was a little bit different, it would have been a different story. Uh, I thought he had a really good fastball, better than we saw in spring, um, and kind of got hit with the slider a little bit. So I think with the off day and everyone being rested, you can kind of get a little bit aggressive. I felt like I was wearing a path out to the mound, but um, try to put guys in the right spot. So I think just eliminate some of those walks um, and just different pits, uh, pitch selection. But... It was a grind. That was that was a roller coaster. Now, Kevin, you uh, you talked about this going into the game. We we both kind of made our guesses. We thought Kevin Gossman was going to get the the start on opening day. And I'm not going to hammer this too much because Alec Manoa's got plenty of starts ahead uh, ahead of him. But um, if John Schneider had a do over, do you think he'd go with Kevin Gossman? No. 
don't, you're not I don't playing along so. with me, are you? No, I don't. I know what you're trying to do because I've been around you too long. So I'm not. I'm not going to play this game with you. I. I. I just look. I, I think there's a lot of pressure on Alec Manoa every single time he starts to do something special. Occasionally, because he's a human being, it's going to look like it looks tonight. The key is when you're as good as he is, and as good as we've seen him be, not to be this way. You know, one or two or three starts in a row, and I'm sure he's not going to be that way. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. Jay in North York, you want to talk about the Blue Jays' bullpen. And why do I think? Why do I think that we're going to be talking about the Blue Jays' bullpen on every, every Blue Jays talk this year? Go ahead, Jay. Well, if they uh, come in and, and do a good job, we, we won't be talking about them because we, we only like to – Veteran complain. Anyway, right. look, here's, here's, well, Romano is awesome. I'm not going to talk about him at all just to say what I just said. But here, here's the thing. Uh, I think the arms are, are good. Of course, they could have been better. I wasn't thrilled with, Swanson was a great addition, but they're not a top five bullpen, in my opinion, in, in the league. They, maybe they're fifth, sixth. So I think maybe as the season goes on, we may see a shift of hierarchy. For example, a guy like Swanson or Pop, to me, may end up getting into higher leverage situations. I wasn't thrilled with Swanson coming in that early in the game, to tell you the truth. Um, and I think that Meza, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't see Meza as being this high leverage guy coming in uh, to get these high end lefties out. Um, and I'm not really sure if we're going to see Jimmy Garcia as a setup man. I don't see him as the second best arm in the bullpen. Um, and what the hell happened to Matt Gage? Why did the Blue Jays let him go? Boy, oh boy, could he not have been used in that group of eight or maybe we group of nine? Uh, anyway, I want to know if you think the hierarchy could change as the season yeah. goes on. Yeah, Jay, th- thanks for the call. I, I do not, I don't, I didn't get the Matt Gage thing last year. I, I mean, Still I just don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. Um, you ask people about it, the people around the Blue Jays, and you just, Get a shrug. I, that, that's the only way. That's the only way I can describe the reaction. Uh, not that I think Matt Gage is necessarily going to be the arm that puts you over the top. But look, you're right. I, I think I think there could be a shift in hierarchy here. I think the Jays the Jays would love Eric Swanson. They would love that splitter to play to the point where they can put him in more high leverage situations. I'm still okay with Jimmy Garcia just because. And I know this is going to drive Buck nuts because Buck doesn't necessarily like velo for velo's sake just because the velo's there i'm okay with jimmy garcia uh could you upgrade there yeah but i'm okay with him jordan romano you know on the list of things this team has to worry about i, I don't think jordan romano's up there but but i'll tell you I, I i've said this during spring training i said it last year i think zach pop has positioned himself to end up with a more responsible role here. He's got that sinker slider. And you know where I'm going. You know the next name I'm mentioning. Nate Pearson can't get his ass up here fast enough to pitch out of the bullpen. Well, I don't even know where to start with all that. Look, I've been saying this since day one. They're a really good team. They're a playoff team. Are they a championship team? In my mind, until they have a no-brainer eighth-inning guy, they're not. 
Like their 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 lineup's better, their outfield defense is better, their shortstop for me is what he is defensively. Like they're a really good team. Are they a great team? I think they could be closer to that great. If they had a no-brainer eighth inning guy, you listen to John Snyder, that's one game in. He's pulling his hair out, the beard hair that he does have, he's pulling it out because he's trying to match up every single dude he brought in the game except the ninth inning guy. How do you do that all year? Or more importantly, if you think you're going to win a World Series, how in the heck can you tell me? Well, I'll tell you how. They won't because we've seen him try and do it last year, and it's the same exact bullpen except one guy who was on the team that beat them that didn't even pitch against the Blue Jays. So, look (laughs) – it's way too early, and they won a baseball game because they're a really good team. They got a really good offense. They have superstars on their team. But to finalize it and be a World Series team, that guy ain't here yet. A reminder, the Jays will have tomorrow off, and uh, based on the weather forecast in St. Louis, it looks like a good thing because it looks like it's going to uh, rain Snow. fairly heavily tomorrow. The Jays have Friday off. They'll be back on Saturday. Of course, we'll have the game right here on Sportsnet 590, the fan, and on the TV side on Sportsnet. Tyler in Oakville. Hey, guys. Uh, so, I don't agree that, like, obviously the bullpen is not a top five, but who cares? You can win with this bullpen. It's a top 15 bullpen. Eric Swanson, like, eighth inning, ninth inning, setup, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter. They brought him in in a higher leverage situation. It was earlier in the game than they would have liked, but that's that. He was in when the game mattered. He's a fantastic pitcher. He had a sub-2 ERA last year, and the supporting metrics say that he deserved it. But he was also left. The game, he, the, he also, the, I mean, the Mariners, we, we can't say it any, any other way. The Mariners decided they didn't want any part of him late in the year and the postseason. Um, and I, and I'm, sure. just, I'm, I, I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying that. And I, I'm with you. He has, to ha- he has to be a high leverage guy for this team. I don't think they have any choice. Well, he had 1.7 war last year, so he's not bad. And then, like, Romano, obviously good. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just not – the game was a sloppy game. You don't like winning 10-9. You don't like struggling, et cetera. Game 81, we're not talking about this. First game of the season coming off of last year, the way they lost, obviously it's not how folks wanted things to go because of the way last season ended. But – it's a win. Let's be positive. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's a win in St. Louis. It's awesome. Yeah, it, no, but, no. but I don't think people. You know, I don't think I don't think people are looking at it and thinking, "Oh my God, look how the that they lost to Seattle, and now it's going to be the same thing all over again." I just thought I thought it was kind of interesting. You know that that I mean the the situation in that Seattle playoff game, the way the bullpen imploded. It, it it did. I have to admit, I was having, I was breaking out in cold sweats when I when I saw Tim Mesa come come in the game. It's going to take a while to get over that. Uh, but look, you're you're. I. It's not that the the bullpen isn't good enough to win. The bullpen. I look. I picked them to win the division. Other people have picked them to win the division. I don't think the bullpen is good enough to win a World Series. I don't. Can it get better? Will there be an adjustment of roles? I I think I think that's possible. But I, I think, Kevin, what you're getting at is you you can't – you look at the Cardinals lineup, and we got two back-to-back MVP. It's hard to match up against a lineup like that. It really it is. is. And, and guess what? Those are the types of teams you have to beat in the postseason. 
You the, do? The, color, the color's exactly right. The, the Blue Jays got a really good team. They, they got a really good rotation. Alec Manoa's not going to look like this all the time. He's a really good pitcher. He had a, he had a bad game. It's, so what? It's a bad game. I, they're a playoff team. We, nobody's arguing that. But even John Snyder just is like, look, this, you know, this is something that that probably needs to to be worked on throughout the season. Look, Swanson's a good pitcher. The split finger's really good. That elevated heater and that split finger off that is a good pitch. Like that is a good combination. But you still have to match him up. I think that's the point. They're a good team. They're going to win a bunch of games. They're going to make the playoffs. Question is, are they a great team? Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. I still don't think they have the margin for error in the bullpen that great teams have. There you go. Positive. Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman had he hits to Matt Chapman getting spring training. Spring training matters don't or numbers don't don't matter. He had nine hits in spring training. He got a third of that today. A couple of hits to the opposite field. The other hit up center field. We talked about the toe tap and about his approach. And I think we saw the way John Schneider set up the lineup today with Dalton Varsho hitting cleanup and Kirk, Belt, and Chapman. John Schneider's got to figure out a way to separate Varsho and Chapman in the, in, in the batting order. And he talked a little bit about this on Blair and, on Blair and Barker, about wanting, uh, about wanting on-base guys and guys who make contact and, and, and run producers and, 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 and trying to figure that out. But I wanted to ask you about Matt Chapman. Do you see anything different today in his approach? Anything from what we've seen in in, in the spring at all? Yeah, I don't look. He, it looks to me like he's getting a better pitch to hit. He's he's a he's a solid hitter. When solid hitters get a, good, a better pitch to hit, because he's got good hand eye coordination and he can find the baseball with the barrel, and he's not trying to pull everything. I think last year he got a little pull happy. He was up the middle to the pull side. He said that in the off season. That's why he's added a little bit of the toe tap to have a little bit better flow with his lower half to get in that athletic position sooner and easier so his eyes doesn't move as much so he's able to direct the barrel to the baseball a little bit better and use the entire field more. Look, if he can get off to a good start, have some confidence, and he's hitting in the seven hole, Jeff, they'll score tons of runs. Mm-hmm. Like their their lineup is really good. Like it's those first three guys are studs, and then you got a bunch of guys who are trying to be like them. Which is, man, that's a good combination for a bunch of things. And you got Kiermaier at the bottom of the order doing his thing. Alec Manoa uh, talked to the media after the game, as did George Springer. Let's play uh, Alec Manoa's clip first. I don't get disappointed when we win. A win's a win. Um, my job is to go out there and compete as hard as I can. Uh, I felt like I did that today, you know, a couple of balls didn't, didn't go my way and, um, you know, made a couple of pitches that kind of stayed over the heart of the plate that left the ballpark and, um, you know, that's just, just the way the game went today. But, um, you know, those guys, they, they got my back and there's going to be days that, you know, I got their back and we're going to continue to compete and grind. Um, and it's a long year, you know, so it's, it's the first one and we got plenty more to come. Alex, do you feel like the things that maybe didn't go well for you today will be fairly easy to adjust and fix? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, throw a throw an 0-2 slider right down the middle. Um, you know, you, you throw a good fastball hit or a fastball right down the middle. Uh, I, I didn't get beat on good pitches. I got beat on bad pitches, and, and that's an easy adjustment. There you go. That is Alec Manoa talking, and Kevin kind of reaffirming basically what you said. And uh, and, and look, he's, he, I mean, he, he's right. Uh, at the end of the day, it's a 10-9 win, and... At the end of the season, if the Jays go to the playoffs, if they win the American League East, we're not even going to look at this. It'll be a big part of it. 
No question. But we won't. Hey, look, but we won't be looking. We won't. We won't remember the ten nine game. It'll just be dude, another he's just, win. He's he's a stud, and, and Blue Jays fans are lucky to have him. Like just listen to him talk. It's a cool thing to listen to that. Again, I said this. You got to be, you know, in tune with yourself to just be able to when you hand the ball to the manager. When you've been as bad as he was today, you just walk off the mm-hmm. field and be like, dude, that's not going to happen tons because I'm a really good pitcher and I'm going to locate and I'm going to be better mechanically because I'm a stud and it'll happen. George Springer became the first player in American League history to have five hits and score four runs on opening day. He became the first major league player to do so since, God, going back to 1936 and Billy Herman of the Chicago Cubs. This was what George Springer had to say after today's 10-9 win. You know, just to, to, to pass the, the baton on to the next guy, you know, to get Vladdy in the box, to get Varsh in the box, and to, to get anybody up with, you know, some, some traffic, you know, some, uh, some stuff being thrown is obviously good, and, you know, hopefully we can, uh, you know, it's only the first day, but it's a good start. I mean, it just it just lets us know that everything that we've talked about, everything that we've preached, it matters. And you know, again, stuff like that doesn't show up in a box score, but guys didn't know it. And you know, it's a long year. You know, it's it's hard to do it all the time, but that's what that's that's the style of game that everybody expects to play in there. That was George Springer. Kevin, uh, we just got a couple of minutes left here. Uh, we talked about uh, about George Springer moving to right field. It's it's a move that when he signed here, our friend Steve Sparks, the Astros analyst, said they're going to move him to right field eventually. And George is a better right fielder than he is a center fielder. We're still going to see him in center field a little bit. But after what you saw, it's just one game. But after what we saw today and what we saw in spring training, uh, man, Kiermaier in center, Springer in right, that's a massive, massive upgrade. Yeah, it helps them win games like they won today. I think that's what it does. It, it they have athletes everywhere. Teoscar doesn't the, catch that. Teoscar doesn't catch that ball. Pro- probably not. No, no, the first move, the route no. running, uh, the the jumps. Probably not leaving your feet at the right time. Like there, that's that's sort of elite stuff. That's how. That's what championship teams do. And you can argue when he's healthy, the top three in that order might be the best three in baseball. You could argue. So the first game of the twenty twenty three season is in the bag of the Blue Jays. 10-9 winners over the St. Louis Cardinals in a topsy-turvy game with lots of lead changes, lots of offense from the top of the order, some inconsistent bullpen work, an inconsistent start from Alec Manoa. But again, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the Jays came through when they needed to come through. A lot of two-strike hits. Offensively, a good good day for the Blue Jays. 10-9 the final score. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. Did you know Kevin Barker that spring is the best time of the year to protect your vehicle from rust? Find out why and look for a special spring offer at crown.com. Crown Canada's number one rust protection.